The COP26 uh, conference uh, ongoing in Glasgow uh, got off to a fine start this morning with a number of high-profile speeches and this afternoon that theme has continued. A lot of activists there as well, some of whom will be speaking. Um, uh, but there is um, uh, an afternoon spent now with the uh, major nations, um, uh, their leaders, giving speeches about what they are doing, aim to do, what they think the wider global uh, community has to do to solve the problem of climate change uh, to forestall disaster. Let's talk to Simon Marks, LBC's Washington correspondent, about America's contribution to all of this. Uh, Joe Biden, I'm told, gave David Attenborough a standing ovation. Did anybody give Joe Biden a standing ovation? <laughs> well, uh, Joe Biden has been uh, pictured within the last hour, Sheila, having a bit of a snooze in the back of uh, the hall uh, in video uh, grabs that I think will be doing the rounds rapidly on social now, media. Now, hang on, here. I've seen a bit of this. Is closing your eyes because well, you travel from the States and you've got a bit of jet lag the same as having a snooze? Well, he's closing his eyes for quite a while in is at it? least one bit of the tape that I've seen until okay. an aide wants over and uh, disturbs him but no let's be fair <laughs> he of course is jet lagged having made that visit to rome and uh, on friday yeah. and saturday with his 85 car motorcade that conveyed him to uh, the vatican for a chat with oh, the pontiff about climate goodness. change um but let's take a listen to what joe biden said uh, because as he often does and and again you know this is the president who unlike all of his predecessors has absolutely prioritized climate change as an issue here in the united states there is no day that goes by without the White House and uh, U.S. government departments now talking actively uh, about the climate change problem. Let's take a listen to what he had to say. And he, uh, as he often does, uh, said that climate change is not just an environmental challenge. It's an economic opportunity. We can create an environment that raises the standard of living around the world. And this is a moral imperative, but it's also an economic imperative. If we fuel greater growth, new jobs, better opportunities for all our people, and as we see current volatility in energy prices rather than cast it as a reason to back off our clean energy goals, we must view it as a call to action. And what Joe Biden is doing is casting himself as the world leader in the vanguard of moves against climate change. He and White House officials argue that in large measure, simply by showing up at this event, unlike, for example, President Xi Jinping of China or President Vladimir Putin, who are uh, going to be addressing uh, COP26 virtually, that demonstrates that America is in the vanguard of leadership. The problem he's got, of course, is that all of his legislative proposals on climate change are still gummed up on Capitol Hill. He was hoping to leave here last Thursday uh, with Congress having voted to pass the key planks of his domestic legislation, the infrastructure bill and the public expenditure bill, uh, both of which contain uh, substantial climate change provisions. And of course, he left Washington empty handed. So he is not able at COP26 to point to legislative success, which ultimately is going to be the key in determining the future direction of America as far as cleaning up the environment is concerned. He was followed by Justin Trudeau. Um, <laughs> I know that's not your brief, but he was followed by Justin Trudeau. How's Canada doing? Do we know? Uh, I have to say that it's not my brief. <laughs> no, 
And I, just, uh, I don't I, absolutely know. Well, I, I just mean, wonder if there's any, you know, dovetailing with Canada and America. Well, I here. think there is. I mean, there's there's tension between Canada and America over climate, particularly because of uh, some of the oil drilling leases that were approved by uh, the Trump administration that the Biden administration has now uh, revoked. And so uh, there is tension in the relationship already uh, between the Canadian Prime Minister and Joe Biden over that. Uh, Justin Trudeau has told COP26 uh, that he's pledging to cap oil and gas emissions uh, from uh, Canada, but activists will argue that the uh, proof of the pudding will be in the details of all of that, uh, and they will wonder whether he and other world leaders uh, are going far enough uh, in this particular uh, conference. Is it going to uh, prove to be uh, something that not only makes up for the gap uh, between the pledges that were made in Paris, but actually takes things further, as David Attenborough and Prince Charles were challenging uh, the delegates mm. to do. Um, and, and in the case of Joe Biden, you know, these domestic political problems that he faces, you know, I was, I, as you know, I was in the UK for, for a few weeks mm. uh, recently. I and saw it, you. I know, we had a nice, nice. A nice chat in the newsroom. <laughs> um, but uh, it is uh, jarring, the difference between the rapidity with which Britain and other countries in Europe are, for example, embracing electric vehicles and the very slow pace of pickup in that regard here. Now, Joe Biden wants to kickstart all of that with some of this legislation, but if he wants to do it, he's got to get it through Congress. Just a word on that. How many vehicle convoy was it? In, 85 in cars. 85 cars. I mean, even by American motorcade standards, stunning. Who's in them? Well, uh, obviously, all of the people that were travelling to uh, St. Peter's with President Biden, uh, I mean, at one point, actually, he was using the prospect of a flight on board Air Force One as a tantalising prize for members of Congress who got behind his legislative proposals, suggesting that, you know, perhaps they'd really enjoy a few days in Rome and Glasgow. Of course, that never happened because they didn't uh, do the vote. The media travels with him. The medical team travels with him with him but 85 cars i mean we see motorcades so, here so all journalists the time. will Never be in the convoy yeah yeah absolutely they'll be because uh, it's the, all the press corps traveling and with him and, of course, what, and, that, and yeah. of course the press pool because remember there's the the cameraman that pokes his head out of the sunroof that is following the motorcade all the way wherever it goes i'll be doing the same thing in uh, uh, in glasgow and edinburgh over the next few days lest anything happens to the motorcade while it's en route so that there will be video footage of that occurring but you know, even by local uh, American standards, 85 cars is a stunning convoy. I wonder how many chariots Caesar had. I <laughs> exactly. wonder. It's the same thing, though, isn't it? It's a Caesar moment. Thanks very much indeed, Simon. Simon Marks, LBC's Washington correspondent.